0: Welcome to the Modern Erotic, a place to delight in, discover and indulge in the many ways we can open to receive more pleasure in our daily lives. Pleasure is nourishment, pleasure is power and in these times pleasure is a deep form of resistance. Join me, your host, Sophia Shawcon, as we travel the scenic route through the landscape of the erotic. Hello, and welcome back to the modern erotic. I hope you're all very well and I hope you're managing to keep cool in these rather warm August days. Um, I'm very excited that on the horizon there are some incredible thunderstorms coming to clear the air because I think thunderstorms are one of my very, very simple pleasures. Um, Just being able to lie inside while I hear the rain on my roof and feel that kind of blast of cool air that comes before the rain and the just that kind of bellowing thunder that makes you feel so small um, in the face of Zeus-like noise and that incredible electricity that's literally coursing through the air really ready for some of that to help shift the energy and take us into next week Um, But enough of me talking about the weather, let's talk about pleasure and where we're going this week. So we very much talked about pleasure in the body and we're going to return to that in different ways in other episodes. But this week I wanted to talk about the pleasure of creation and how our creative life force, our erotic energy um, is expressed uh, through what we do outwardly in the world and someone who has had a really interesting journey with moving away from the corporate world into a much more aligned, nourishing, creative space is my next guest and her name is Marina South Uh, and she has created two projects that really do work in synergy with one another Uh, The first one is the Then and Now studio, which um, I think the name is absolutely perfect for where we are, first of all. Um, And they are a London based studio creating sustainable design and conscious branding for fashion and lifestyle labels. And her second creation, which is very, very on point for where we are, is uh, We Are Formless. And it's a community platform uh, for soul awakening in search of the unknown. And it's a space for experimentation, exploration, support and service. Uh, so very spot on, these two offerings. And I wanted to share this conversation with Marina because I feel like there are a lot of us who are in changing states of you know who we are, what we do and what we do in the world. And it's a really... Or it can be quite a challenging journey saying no to something that you've done for a long time and moving from that place of the known into trusting that deep call of your heart and moving into the unknown. And I wanted to share this because I think it might help some of you who are in that space of transition. And we touched on some really beautiful topics in this conversation and I really wanted to share how can we bring more pleasure into what we do in the world how can we bring more pleasure into our working environments and we look at almost creating rituals around you know in imbuing the space that we're working in with a bit more pleasure and sensory um, enjoyment so i hope you uh, enjoy this conversation and i cannot wait to uh, get the tape rolling so without further ado here's my conversation with marina south well it's very exciting to have the amazing marina south joining me today on the modern erotic thank you so much for joining us Um, absolute pleasure fantastic and marina is an, uh, an incredible um I mean, you do so much and you've got so much experience that you've really uh, brought into your very own specific way of working, which is absolutely gorgeous. And you cover creative mentorship, um, ethical strategy for lifestyle and fashion brands. And a, you're now a community builder and a really expressive, sensual soul. Uh, that's how I, I kind of read you. Um, and I've, I found you through Instagram because yeah. I absolutely adore your channel because it's so elegant, minimal and very sensual in yeah. the references yeah. that you're bringing through and, and your words as well. So I was kind of magnetized towards you through the aesthetics that you work with. And I'm very excited to be able to talk to you about creativity and pleasure and this, the sensual kind of wildness of our creative. Souls. Um, but first, I'd love to find out a little bit about your journey because I know you used to work in the fashion industry and yeah. have a huge wealth of experience from that quite hard uh, working culture. Yeah. Um, and what you're doing now feels like it's at the very opposite end of the scale, which is yeah. really uh, much more feminine and soft and um, I I get a real sense of pleasure from seeing what you create so I'd love mm-hmm. to hear a little bit about your journey.
1: Yeah oh wow I mean firstly just thank you so much for having me involved in this. Um, I feel really excited job, and, and, and honoured like I feel I don't know I have this really like strong feeling about your podcast like it just I was so blown away when I heard you talk and you know, your voice Thank is just meant for this. So I was like, wow, I felt really happy to to be involved oh. with you. Um Beautiful. I mean, God, yeah, journeys. Wow. So I've been in the fashion industry for around fifteen years, so a long time. Mm-hmm. Um I was brought up in rural Wales, so it plays a big part of kind of where I've Where I've returned back to within, you know, within myself, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, growing up, I was I was so desperate to leave Wales. And that wasn't because I didn't love it. it was just because I'd experienced London. And, you know, I just thought, wow, this is like everything I need to be immersed in. It was everything that Wales wasn't. Um, And and the antithesis (laughs) yeah it really really was the antithesis of of Wales and you know when you're young you just kind of you're desperate for everything that you know you haven't experienced Um, and also growing up was was great for me but also very hard like I got bullied Mm. really badly throughout all my schooling and um, creativity for me was always my my savior really it was always my place to go to to express and figure out you know my place and mm-hmm. that was that was always like my healing my healing space to be able mm-hmm. to to just express in that way and my parents were really accommodating with that we grew up very poor um but it didn't it didn't affect me because i have very creative parents and so mm-hmm. you know we It was always raining at home and my mum would, you know, we had this dressing up cupboard where we'd, you know, have all her old clothes and my stepdad to this day is one of my biggest inspirations in terms Mm. of... You know everything that he's just he's done for me, but also like his taste in music was so diverse. And so you know, I'd wake up on a Sunday morning, and you know the the house would be flooded with like Pink Floyd, and you know like other days, my mum would be uh, cooking in the kitchen, and it would be like Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers, and so creativity never looked a certain way to me it was just like all encompassing um Mm -hmm. and then you know school was really hard and it was not a good place for me and I was just always the odd one out for many reasons I think and so when I experienced London and I just you know my sister my stepsister here at that time when I experienced London I just thought oh my god I can I know I can be myself here Mm -hmm. you've got space Um, yeah yeah and like I'm a big fan of like drag and I'm a big fan of you know all of these different art forms and 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 I remember actually the first time I experienced drag and I just like I just felt like that was me like it was just you know this place to express and I still love drag and you know all of these these different outputs were just so fascinating and that was why I got into fashion. Was it mm-hmm. was, you know, it was really seeing it as as a way to be able to. It was just an extension of the self and a, and a way to mm-hmm. express that. Mm-hmm. But obviously, then it takes on you know another life form and it becomes a job and it becomes a career. And it's it's an industry that you know is known to be tough. Like yes, yeah. it's, it's um hard and fast very fast it definitely knocks the corners off you you know you you know I've had all the different kinds of bosses and all the different kinds of dramas and intensities and in the early days there there was more fun with it you know there was more it was it was dramatic but kind of like what you expect from fashion sort of Mm -hmm. like 10 15 years ago it was the theatrics and yeah and even the the drama (laughs) <laughs> exactly, yeah and even the tantrums were you know fashion tantrums but yeah it really changed like over the past eight years like it changed and it got the the fun was being was being taken away from it and I think the moment we moved into you know companies showing like this kind of global sort of dominance every mm. other company started to base their business model on that so even small right. companies so before we knew it we were all working in a way that wasn't healthy for for anyone for ourselves for the planet for people in the mm-hmm. supply chain and then it was just like we'd created this beast that no one knew how to manage and you know we're all yeah. in that now we're seeing the effects that that's had and I was also then, you know, battling my own kind of demons alongside it with anxiety, like has always mm-hmm, been a part mm-hmm. of my life. Um, and so I, I guess it it really came to a sort of head for me about three years ago. I'd kind of achieved everything I'd really set out to achieve in fashion. You know, I got mm-hmm. the job, I got the title, I got the money that I wanted, um, but deep down I was never really driven by that stuff I just it for me was just I thought that's what you were supposed to do but it it was never you know when I was young and people said what they life what they wanted their life to be I was mine my, my was never the marriage children home good job it, it actually wasn't yeah. it was it was just I just wanted to be creative and I just wanted to help people or the planet like and I and I really did just want that um but I guess I really deviated and got you know sucked into the kind of mechanics of of, Mm. you know the way
0: huge industry
1: yeah the industry Mm. the way society is built and you know before you know it you've got your mortgage and yeah you have to keep the job to pay your mortgage and you know all of these things and it was then about, yeah, three years ago and I was in an intense job and the industry was changing, you know, people's interests were changing. And yeah. um, we were really seeing the impact that not only that industry had had on the planet, but every industry and our actions collectively, individually from leaders, businesses. So people weren't buying fashion in that same joyous, frivolous way. And, you know, mm-hmm. telling people about trends just felt, it just felt silly, It just felt silly to me to be saying, you know, it's nautical or it's it just I was I was at that point where I just felt like I was painting by numbers. And yeah, um,
0: well, I think it's sped up as well. I think the rate of fashion, you know, the culture that we've had around, you know, how we buy clothes has changed so much because of the Internet and the speed at which we've been expected to buy new things. I think that in the last five to ten years has just zoomed amplified
1: absolutely like we've you know if we think what has happened over the past decade this is why I always feel really hopeful because you know humanity we've not been on this planet for a long time and mm. we've achieved so much and a lot of the achievements have, have caused impact that you know some are probably irreversible but I always like have hope I I really do and I and I mm. think that pe- people are born good and people want to help people and I think that by circumstance experiences we can all deviate um yeah yeah and I've done it myself and you know I was going to bed at night thinking what this isn't this isn't the meaning that I had wanted for for life it it really wasn't mm-hmm. and it wasn't my intention and, and I kind of felt caught in it and sort of trapped in it. And then I realized I had a choice. Um yeah. you know, I had a choice and and then and and that's what led me to just leave my job. Just just literally it was like a Wow, so
0: it's pretty, pretty quick.
1: Yeah. Shift. Yeah. It was, you know, it'd been brewing in me, like you know, probably for many years, brewing and, you know, the thoughts and the feelings of, you know, what life could look like and what creativity could like look like and the positive impact that creativity can have and I just Mm -hmm. I really felt like I had that power in me to bring it forward and when I say power like power can often sound like negative but Mm. it's not it's it's really realizing that individually we can we can make a difference and and it's all a choice. And I I sort of had that wake up of, well, it's, it's my time. And, you know, I could either Mm. continue down the path of a promotion and some more money and then upgrade my home. And I thought, yeah, but I don't need any of that. And I don't want any of that. I have a roof over my head. I have food in my fridge. I have a bed to sleep in. I'm beyond, privileged like beyond Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how can i keep wanting more yeah and i I didn't so i thought well this is pointless like i know i want to essentially do heart work and i know that sounds abstract but you know i think people know that like when you feel it like in your heart rather than like this mechanical thinking of how it should be it's like
0: yeah the logical progression of where you think you should go next versus
1: actually what's calling you I mean exactly that and and Mm. it and it really sometimes that's you know when the head and the heart uh uh, you know don't connect because when when you have it in your heart or in your gut or wherever it resides it's it's really a feeling and you feel it in your body Mm -hmm. rather Mm -hmm. than this Mm -hmm. kind of logic this is how it should be done and this is what progression or success should look like yeah but if you're yeah. not feeling if I'm not feeling it then then what is the point and so yeah I just made that jump really and it was a jump into a complete unknown but mm-hmm. but a jump with lots of preconceived notions that I would be fantastic and this is what I'd always been waiting for and, my <laughs> and I could yeah. have been more wrong because everything fell apart
0: I love it, but that's always essential, isn't it? It's like that's what has to happen. Yeah. But we, yeah, we always want to to be in that idea of perfection. But yeah, it's the it's the breaking apart, so you can come back together. as Part of it. Wow. So that's brave leap, a really brave leap. It was, yeah. What happened?
1: It was tell us. (laughs) Well, so it was. It was. I. Funny enough, the last day of my job was was. I mean, just you know by complete coincidence was the 31st it was ha- it was halloween the fir- 31st of october 2017 and halloween oh, yeah, is always a really special time for me like i always have like i don't know the pagan roots within me or just you know like that mm-hmm. kind of wild woman sort of resides mm-hmm. inside so it felt it felt really fitting and then wow i mean i left and i just had not prepared myself although you couldn't prepare yourself actually for how Mm. kind of um institutionalized I I was I'd never Mm -hmm. in my life had time Mm. you know to to direct yourself yeah like you know Mm. from a child you go to nursery you go to school you get your part-time job you go to college you go to university and that was my life that was you know then my first job second job so on and so forth And then I was just like alone, and all of these ideas that I had and all these like plans just seemed so intimidating. And Mm -hmm. I just, yeah, everything I thought I was or thought I could be just fell away. And I, and I really had like a breakdown, actually, if I'm honest. Mm -hmm. Um, I, in 2018, I embarked on like a spiritual leadership. Not spiritual leadership course, it was more of a you know a course in in spiritual kind of practitioner um and how to hold space for people and mm-hmm. its it was called Pause place and it's to, it's still runs. yes yeah, so I by, and I was in Katie Abbott by Katie Abbott, yeah, and I did that oh, I did that course in two thousand and eighteen, and even then that you know was such oh my God, such a poignant, incredible journey but one that, mm. again, tore me apart
0: completely,
1: mm-hmm. especially because of where I was in that in that time. Like, I was already kind of, you know, split apart, and it tore me apart even further. And it felt really mm-hmm. hard, actually, um, for me. because. Well, I
0: think that's... Yeah, sorry, carry yeah. on.
1: No, because, bef- you know, you just don't realise that to begin transitioning into a place that's you know like I said like within the heart you everything Mm. needs to fall away first
0: yeah Um, absolutely and I think there's so much that we hold around our identity that is attached to that external yeah you know what we do where we live all these kind of things which we think we're made of but actually when they change or we move in a different direction that kind of coordinate disappears yeah. and then you're just left with yourself and that's terrifying it's when terrifying, you don't have all those kind of yeah just external reflections of who you are and what you do in the world i think that's
1: a, it's a scary thing to face yeah and you know pause place was was really a time that um that happened significantly to me and even you know even when it was over i kind of just felt like this you know person floating at sea like it was incredible mm-hmm. because it had like washed away so much but I was still yeah. in this like expansive ocean of like complete uncertainty mm-hmm. um and it was terrifying and it impacted every area of my life my relationship my environment my friendship I mean just everything just felt mm. different it was like I was seeing everything for the first time and it was you know it was so daunting and so scary um but then uh then i started to i guess rebuild um mm-hmm. and the yeah there was many different things uh that that enabled that um but i think you know i had one of those days <laughs> like one of those really bad days mm-hmm. um and I'd had like a health scare a few years earlier that was still being um, still being monitored and e- examined. And, you know, I'm sure it was all brought on by anxiety and stress because, you know, yeah. it manifested in the body. And it was quite serious, actually. And it turned out, thankfully, not to be as serious as we'd thought. And it I was going for a, one of the checkups and I was just having one of those days and I got to Homerton actually in East London and Mm it's a little way from where I live I had to get a couple of trains and um, I got there and I just as I was walking there I thought there's going to be an issue with my appointment like I just knew it and I just thought please don't let there be and anyway I got to the counter and she said oh no it's it's not today did you not get the cancellation letter and I said no no. I I didn't and I remember I just left, and I was just like in floods of tears. I was just crying and crying and crying mm. the whole way home. I cried, and I got yeah. I got into my kitchen, and I remember it was you know it was like almost like something out like of a film. I, I was on the kitchen floor just crying <laughs> until literally there was nothing left. And I wow. honestly looked up to the sky and I just said enough like enough and that mm-hmm. was a pivot moment because i don't know like i think maybe when you reach that point of complete certainty inside and you verbalize it like out into the universe it it mm-hmm. listens and yeah. from that point onwards i just started to you know rebuild and and connect with the things that i'd always wanted to And I guess Mm -hmm. start to put myself out there in a way that wasn't like really hungry for something specific, but just starting to actually explore and play and not attach all of these really heavy expectations and really Mm -hmm. just start to be creative again, act creative.
0: Come back to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, Beautiful wow what a powerful journey that's yeah. I mean, it sounds like you really went to your edge yeah um, for sure
1: yeah this I think when <laughs> because... you go to the edge it's one way or the other and yeah I honestly wasn't living that way and so whether your life is you know gone or your life is here it, it wasn't it wasn't living
0: mm-hmm. so it was mm-hmm. a
1: choice to either continue not really living and 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 you know staying in that dark place or or you know you know you're at those crossroads in life and and yeah absolutely thankfully um thankfully i i took the crossroads that enabled me to to yeah have
0: and say yes to say yes to your desires like say yes to those things that were calling you and um i think there's a lot of blockages that we put in front of ourselves to say oh, I couldn't possibly do this, or, oh, no, that's too hard, or I don't know how to do that. There are so many reasons that we give ourselves to not do the things that we love, and we're so out of practice at listening to, you know, the things that we're drawn to and actually believing that they're there for us to help us, to show us the way to go. But I think, you know, what you've shown is when you break away from that structure and that kind of rigid direction that we're given by somebody else by an industry by what we think we should be doing yeah then kind of learning how to work with that unknown and trust it and move through it is so rewarding but it is really daunting it's um so daunting, and I think because you have to strip everything away in order yeah. to, to be open to it to, yeah to kind of connect with it um but I guess that's part of the beauty of it too is you have to really just strip everything away before you can and you know life has to get really stressful challenging before you just go like you did you know enough yeah enough um, powerful yeah and so so that then drew you to create then and now studio yes yeah so tell
1: us more about what you do well then and now studio was born from you know obviously I have a lot of experience in all forms of design development production and then also the other side of of art direction styling branding it's you know Mm -hmm. I've done all of them throughout my career um and it was when I was in my last job and I was going through certain health you know scares um and also my beloved cat at the time, she, she got mm. sick and um, she really was just like my angel. And I spent, mm. I actually spent all my savings on trying to get her better. And after all of this, she passed anyway. Mm. And it was just it was so distressing and, and at the same time having this kind of scare and I really delved into foods and you know I really started thinking about oh my god like I've spent all this money on my cat what are the conditions of you know basically it led me to being really conscious of my food what I consume what I bring into my home but also then Mm -hmm. I transitioned into being really conscious of animal testing because I thought oh my Mm -hmm. god I've spent all this money on like my beloved one cat what are all these things that I'm using and bringing into my home and I just opened up pandora's box and this was literally about 5 no this was long this is actually more like 7 years ago mm-hmm. maybe 8 i know, like a long time ago and opened up pandora's box into realizing wow everything i'm using is tested on animals i can wow. believe this my makeup my perfume my deodorant my kitchen cleaner you know even post it notes believe it or not are tested on animals the glue they use really Wow I did not know that and I just couldn't believe it and so I thought I'm gonna be really logical about this and I'm just gonna transition the stuff I have out and bring the stuff in that I know is is not only not testing on animals but by default was just way more um, natural organic ethical Mm -hmm. um, yeah so it and then I started to think about the work that I was doing um, from a design point of view, and you know where the fabrics were coming from, what the dye, the wool, the everything, because mm. once you open the door, many other doors open, it's just like a domino effect. And I tried to introduce as much of that into the the brand I was at at the time, and we did some great things. obviously, then at that same point, I was thinking about my life and everything that you know I've just sort of talked about, and I thought, okay. You know, I I made that jump. And then when I'd gone through, you know, the falling apart and building myself back together, I thought, wow, I I have all of this like experience. And knowledge in kind of a really authentic, sustainable um, route, because for me, sustainable, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a loaded word. Um, Yeah, it's used a lot. It's it's very frivolously. it's mm. very loaded because it it goes way deeper than just the product you're producing, um, which is why I say holistic design a lot. It's really about why are we designing this? Why does it need to be mm. in the world? Because mm. it's no good that it's just sustainable if it doesn't actually also need to be here. Um, yeah. So that brought me to then and now just creating this space um, where I could connect with, you know, individuals and businesses to guide them not only through, you know, creating product that is sound in terms of its its ethics and sustainability, but that is also really rethinking the way they approach their business. And to do Mm. that, you really have to go back to basics because it has to start with yourself. Once you you create that bond with with nature, and it can sound really spiritual or hippie or whatever, but it's very simple and it's very real. Once you create that bond and you really start to understand that what you're looking at is what you are, that's the the sun, the ground. And so to be Mm -hmm. actively participating in, in, in causing harm to that, you're doing it directly to yourself to mm, your mom your sister to your child like you don't want to be doing that and when, when yeah it, there's
0: no separation
1: there is no separation it is all completely interconnected and once that it's like a, an awakening of sorts you're like mm-hmm. I cannot look the other way and so yeah for me yes we can guide people through you know the development side and the art direction and you know encourage um a slower process and products and connecting with consumers in a way that is from the heart that is authentic mm-hmm. that is you know when you embark that way you have to slow your business down you cannot run at that speed because yeah wow and and so it's that just, was how, it's, not work. it's not gonna work and that's how then and now was born and you know then it mm-hmm. takes on a life of its own and we're creating kind of programs that guide people you know, back to that sort of, um, those creative senses, so really tapping into nature and, you know, what Mm. that can kind of evoke from a creative point of view. Um, I love
0: it. Well, and it's almost like the experience that you went through with your journey of that kind of saying no, making a choice to go in a different direction, really just stripping everything back. It's almost like you had to go through that so that you can then guide you know brands companies to do that for themselves absolutely um, yeah and that's i it, again i love how you know you've related it to the body and to nature because it's it is the relationship that we're having with ourselves and also yeah. with the you know society and also with the natural world It's yeah. that's so powerful yeah um just as a symbol and as a, a principle within which to work and i i feel absolutely. like with 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 pleasure it's like that is also another reflection of that relationship it's like how I think within work culture there can be quite a lot of violence we've been forced into working in very hard ways for ourselves for families and also for the planet um, and to kind of just soften and to really come back to the heart which is what you've been doing and then to rebuild from that place and rebuild structures which support you and the environment and your community as well it's beautiful beautiful kind of um just manifestation of your journey yeah amazing
1: no it really it really feels that way and it feels really special to be able to to commit to you know honoring the experience I have but but, Mm. um you know so often in life we make we just make everything so complicated and I see it in sustainability it's like oh my god let's find the alternative to you know leather let's find the alternative Mm -hmm. to this and like by default it's like this is why I always say less is more and it again can sound a bit flippant and like it's all just an aesthetic but it really is less is more like yeah I used to sit in meetings and when I was working in, in companies and you know, we'd be debating and the conversations would go on so long about a topic and I'd be sitting there thinking, this is so simple. Like, why are we overcomplicating it? Yeah. I think we've just been led to believe that to achieve and to be deserved of success, it has to be really hard. Yeah. <laughs> it has yeah. to be really grueling. You've got to, be... to put the hours in. You've got to put the hours in and you've got to never sleep and you've got to never have time for yourself and then then you're worthy of success yeah yeah no, no what happens is you will get the success from that you will get the big house and you will get the, the car and then what happens is it all falls apart either with your mm-hmm. health or your mental health yep. at some point it catches up yeah. and for what like for for what because ultimately and i mean this in in the most freeing way possible there is only one thing certain in this life and that is that we will die we are mm-hmm. born and we die, and so no one's
0: getting out alive. We're not getting
1: out alive, <laughs> so like, why make it so heavy and weighted mm. and hard? And why are we consistently removing any form of pleasure and joy from our lives? It's like, yeah, we are in this state of self punishment, exactly, um, which is really unhealthy and doesn't do anything for ourselves, and by default when we're in an unhealthy space is when we're creating more of a negative impact on the planet yeah,
0: per- self-perpetuates out doesn't it it's cool well, it's like a spiral i've I really been coming back to that and you know if, if we're at, at the center of our spiral although we're on a, in a much bigger spiral but how we experience life um you know kind of comes directly from us and if we can understand how to exist in a more pleasurable enjoyable sensual grateful way then the energy that we're bringing out into the world and how we're working and what we're doing uh, comes from that much healthier place and uh, Yeah. yeah it's just I think being yeah coming from the body and that kind of we're so detached from the body and we're so used to being in the logical brain and yeah uh, thinking rather than feeling and when we can kind of include this amazing vehicle that we're in which is the body and find ways to feel more in in more enjoyable ways and what what a delight and that can really make an impact on on society and and the planet
1: you know I always think like the people that are causing you know that are actively causing the monumental chaos that we see globally you know wars and all of Mm -hmm. the things that you know fall beneath what a war can cause these are not Mm. these are not these are not healthy people you know these are not uh, these people aren't born bad it's it's it's, they've been trained haven't they it's like being trained within a system it's environment circumstance, training conditioning Mm -hmm. um and i just i just think that there are so many people that want to create a positive impact and the best way to start is to start with yourself yeah because when you're in that place of um of like yeah in the heart or of of love or gratitude you just want to like you just want to pay it forward you just that's what you want to do you want other people to feel that way and because you're in that place all those like crazy like head monkeys of you know feeling lack and judgment and comparison jealousy all of those things they they begin to fall away um Mm -hmm. and when they begin to fall away then you can just be so happy for everyone around you and then yeah if people aren't happy around you you want to just you want to like bring them into like the community and be like listen like it can be really simple like let's let's go let's let's journey um Mm
0: do it together just
1: do it together
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and I think there's, there's much more strength in that than the kind of isolation and the the way in which we've been taught to just you know line our own pockets first and then you know think about everybody else later it's like if we can all
1: do it together then we all rise together and it's stronger it's more sustainable it's exactly that. It's why my mm. one of my biggest mentors in life, I don't even know if I can call him a mentor because that might just be completely crazy, but is Bob Marley because
0: mm. he
1: managed to translate a message in the most creative beautiful way mm-hmm. globally. I always say he's like what every politician could only dream to achieve but he's also every mm. politician's worst nightmare because all he was saying was one thing and that is to just love each other love Mm. each other and that's it that's it because when you love each other you share your compassion you have empathy like my door is open if you need me I'm here like that's all it's about like that's it Mm. everything else is is a bonus and often it takes the artists and the creatives and you know all of the the mad you know musicians and and whatever to to Wild the, dreamers the dreamers to to mm. you know uh commit to that message you know the john lennons mm. the and i think that there is there is a feeling that we're in that time now you know because it's so yeah. certain that we're kind of like well i've got nothing to lose so i may as well just exactly just, just go <laughs> for it yes
0: Yes, and I would encourage anyone out there who's listening, if you've got a dream, if you've yep. got a kooky idea, yep. spend some time on it. Just yeah, give yourself space to yep. investigate and just pay it some attention. Yeah. Give it some of your time, and who knows where it'll go? Trust it. Oh, I trust love those that. weird little ideas. I think
1: I love. But one that of the pay it attention. It's like mm. growing. It's why I love growing, you know, vegetables and fruit in my garden yes. because when you do that from seed and you see what happens over the course of six months, you think, wow, then I'm capable of doing anything really. Mm. Um, and and it's not just about, you know, going, oh, okay, well, tomorrow I've got to quit my job and I've got to create a whole new life. Yeah. You can, you can bring that energy to to any circumstance exist in circumstances that maybe feel mundane or you feel jaded Mm -hmm. by you can you can just make that decision to to bring that energy to those circumstances and then who knows what change or whose mindset you change within that company or household Um, Mm
0: -hmm. yeah incremental I think it's incremental isn't it we're we're so used to oh my god it's got to happen tomorrow and it's I've got to yeah like pay all the bills through doing it and actually you know you can We've all got time and it's how we choose to to use it. And there's lots of time that we do waste now because yeah. there's so many distractions. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's like it's raining back how and where and with who we choose to share our Absolutely. time. Absolutely, That it can really shift, shift, you know, what you're doing and how you're doing it. Yeah. So, yeah. Beautiful. And one thing I wanted to talk about yeah. was um, yeah. I know the Then and Now studio have created a, a It's like a soul Yeah, that's what you call it. Yeah. 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 And and it sounds like a really fantastic tool for, especially if you are in that space of, you know, slightly unknown or you have an idea or you just want to get back to your creativity. Sounds like an amazing resource and support. So I'd love you to tell us a bit about how they work and how to create that kind of beautiful environment to just be with your creativity. Because I think we're all working at home a lot more. Yeah. And home is home, but it's it's making a space within home, within space and time, actually, yeah. um, that feels different where you can open in a different way to your creativity. So, yeah, you're, so you're a, a bit of a master at doing that. So please share some
1: of your tips. I mean, space is so important. You know, you can have – and I know that from even growing up. Like, I, I, mm-hmm. I had a tiny, tiny little box bedroom before my parents mm-hmm. – so lovingly created me another bedroom that I could have more room in but you know I even remember then just creating my own little kind of oasis yeah um and and the same now I love my apartment so much um it is my oasis um it's not fancy it's not you know it's just home but I had to do that prior to lockdown because obviously it became you know my world and I had to start to mm-hmm. think about how it can be used for you know lots of different facets of life and work being a big one of them because with work really I do now doesn't feel like work it just feels like an extension mm. of, you know what I love which is incredible heaven yeah yeah I mean you know I still have my my, my tested days for sure but <laughs> yeah I think for me the reason I talk about creative senses so much is because um it really is about uh activating the senses because Mm -hmm. and we can do that through so many ways so obviously going out into nature is great for that but when you're in your internal like environment so your home or a studio whatever there are so many ways to be able to do that and for me it's they're really quite simple so like Mm -hmm. I'm always creating playlists that
0: meet meet
1: my moods like my ever my ever-changing moods or hormones or whatever scent is scent is so important Mm. to me so like anyone that comes to my apartment is always like oh my god it smells so good because I have like my incense and I have my oils and you know if on a day Mm. I need to feel like energy I'm burning kind of citrus and if on a day I'm feeling like I really want to kind of go within and i i want to i want it to feel like richer than i go kind of down like frankincense or bergamot so yeah you know, these are not these i'm gonna come and smell your house yes <laughs> the, the door is open honestly and these are not expensive ways to really like mm-hmm. activate that kind of creative soul these are really accessible ways and it's something i'm so committed to is making things accessible Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. i used to look at worlds like this and think they weren't accessible for me and they
0: yeah they can they can come across as exclusive yeah yeah
1: and i felt really intimidated by them and and i still i still have up until recently and sometimes i still do and so
0: Mm.
1: it's really important that anything i do is is accessible um yeah and so, yeah, with the environment, like, I'm really just so committed to always making sure that I'm doing those simple things that enable me to go to that space that is required. Um, mm. And then the Creative Soul deck, you know, I I literally have many 4am four, I, four a. M. ideas. It's like a <laughs> blessing mm-hmm. and a curse. <laughs> but it, really, I keep a notebook behind my bed because, like, I'll wake up or it's been a dream, and I wake up, and it's an idea, and that—that that was the wow. whole deck. I had actually, Beautiful. yeah, I'd been thinking of getting a tarot deck, and I've only ever had my tarot cards read once at Treadwell's in in London, mm-hmm. a very like famous bookshop that does incredible readings, and it was actually incredible. And it was fun and you know and I thought maybe I should get myself a tarot deck and then I read all this stuff like you should never buy a tarot deck for yourself because there's all these superstitions mm-hmm. and I was like oh and I was like I don't I really want a tarot deck actually I don't want to try and you know forecast my future or it's not really about that what I what I want is just something that you know day to day you just sometimes feel this like intuition in you. Mm-hmm. Um, but intuition its it's not a visual thing it's not a physical object that you can kind of go oh okay that's a crystal or oh okay I'm burning some incense or I'm you know looking at the sun it's something that you have to really trust in it's it's in your body in your mind in your soul in your gut wherever and so I thought of these cards as, as being almost like a, a deck that you just have for like life you build mm, like relationship with it as you do with the tarot deck. Yeah. And you kind of like, you know, have this sense of connection and companionship with your deck and that it is really an extension of that creative intuition. And so mm-hmm. if you're feeling, you know, you've woken up in the morning and, you know, you've multiple projects on or maybe it's even a day off, but you don't feel like you want to completely just do nothing on the day off. You want to find some way to express or explore that you turn to these cards and first and foremost that it's just a fun playful process and they're beautiful mm-hmm. and like aesthetically just inspiring
0: yeah, i can imagine they're gorgeous well
1: hopefully maybe yeah, <laughs> yeah and um and then yeah and then you you kind of maybe call upon your intuition in terms of questioning you know okay I want to explore this or I want to maybe feel like this or I'm unsure of this and that you turn to Mm -hmm. your your deck your creative soul deck and yeah and just that kind of you know merge of of your instincts then with a a physical kind of um, tangible object or you know the cards that then you can you can channel that intuition through and and, mm. and create... Like a reflection. Yeah, create a reflection that can then maybe, you know, start the journey of that day or that process.
0: Lovely, lovely.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, it sounds divine. So, yeah, so some beautiful tips in there. So get some sound that really fits your mood and also burn something beautiful to create that gorgeous multi-sensory space yeah find a scent that aligns with your mood as well I love that because I I mean I just pick herbs yeah When I go on walks and I drive them, and then I'll burn if a bit of lavender or some rosemary or whatever. And then, but I love that you've matched it with your mood, which I don't do so much. Yeah, I'm going to pay a bit more attention to that and see what I need and see how the scent can support me.
1: Yeah, and then scent is just—it's so powerful, like and so powerful. Yeah, music, music, you know. And sometimes with music, you need to go to those like more kind of heady indulgent like places Mm -hmm. where you know you need that sometimes you're in the mood and then other times you just really need a pick-me-up and space for me is is energizing yeah like an energy in space so I'm a have many plants in my home that I know have different qualities and do different things Mm -hmm. um you know jasmine in the bedroom for example Mm. is incredible for inducing really good relaxing sleeps if you suffer with anxiety it's so soothing um objects in different parts of the home um can Mm -hmm. again invoke you know there's principles of I guess kind of like feng shui in there in terms of, of placement but it's it's not it's not having any sort of set rules or rigidity. Again, it's just what feels right in your kind of intuition is what I really believe yeah. in.
0: Definitely. I mean, I know I've noticed that so much, I think, through lockdown yeah. we spent so much time at home. And if things, you know, I can feel when things get a little bit messy yeah. or I haven't put things where they go. And what if I do, I, I kind of, I used to do a like a Friday ritual because yeah. I've got heritage, which is Jewish, and on the Sabbath – you know, you light candles yeah. and you bless the house and you open the doors and you let the spirit of the Sabbath in. God, yes. And I took to cleaning my house on a Friday night because I didn't have any other plans. Um, but it felt so good because it literally like cleared the energy of the week. Yeah, Everything was clean and where it should be yeah. and then i could wake up i'd have a lovely dinner on my own yeah like some candles and then on saturday morning i would wake up and everything just felt like spacious so yeah. i could relax yeah. and you know the what i'd been working on that week was done yeah. and it kind of really changed how i felt at home when i could relax rather than feeling like I had work hanging over me in in my environment it's so important and, but love that
1: and, and um, like it's for me like people say they hate cleaning I actually so he, it's great I love cleaning because again I put my music on and I just mm-hmm. like dive in and it's such a like cathartic cleansing process because that moment yes. after the clean when you're kind of exhausted and you have a shower to wash away all the Exactly, all the dust, (laughs) you know, especially during the summer, and you've the door, the doors and the windows are open, and you light that candle, it's like a Mm. a ritual in itself. Um, Mm. And
0: definitely, again, connecting
1: with those processes that in society are are, you know, they're just getting in our way of success and working really hard, but actually, they're they're you know we shouldn't rush through these moments in life because they have so much benefit enjoying them if we allow it
0: yeah, yeah. and it's also recognition of I think everything that we have yeah. it's like you you know cleaning all the surfaces touching the objects yeah that I would you know dust my altar off and Absolutely. change everything around and suddenly it's like oh my goodness I've I've got so much stuff yeah and you can kind of feel really thankful yeah. for having it and have a a relationship with it that is you know you've kind of woken it up and uh, just realized acknowledge that it's there supporting you uh, rather than oh my god I've got a clean what a nightmare yeah like you say yeah. it's, it's the blockage to the success that we've all been channeled into having but actually it's a lovely moment to say thank you yeah. for everything it really, that you it really is mm, I love it gosh well it just makes me want to get get the hoover out <laughs> Exactly, (laughs) Um, and i wanted to before we come to a close because we are nearing the end but um i know you've got some incredible retreats coming up um through another project which you working you're working on which is called we are formless um and i would yeah i'd love you just to share a little bit about this because this is very much about pleasure and creativity it and really mission. Yeah. And self in all the things that we deem to be self indulgent, but are actually, you know, we if we make time for them, they're supportive practices. And it just sounds like a complete celebration of kind of soul creativity. Yeah. Which is yummy so please fill us in on what you're
1: yeah what you're working on with that yeah so I met Rebecca Moore during Paul's Place in 2018 mm-hmm. and we'd just like been exploring ever since then ideas and the word community just kept coming over and over and over mm. And um, there was a local business in Walthamstow that was like a little Caribbean uh, restaurant. And I saw they put a banner up that every last Sunday of the month, they open the doors to anyone that needs food. And I just thought, oh, wow, like imagine if every Amazing. little business, big business, medium business, introduced an infrastructure like that into the way that they work. We would soon be mm-hmm. having incredible communities, towns, villages. And, you know, it's, th- it's that kind of way of thinking and working that just changes the world. And... So Rebecca and I had obviously been, you know, journeying through creativity and, you know, exploration and art and soulful kind of practices. And, and mm. we planned it and it literally just by coincidence launched at the same time as lockdown. So we then had wow. to bring it into a digital um, space mm-hmm. because we thought we'd be doing these events and explorations of the soul and the journey and, you know, building this community to 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 move through the unknown together and then lots of that mm. happened and it perfect it, it worked out <laughs> really well because it, it was, was such a place for people to be able to connect in that way and mm. you know it's it's not wellness in the typical sense it's way more uh creative and you know way more unknown and um an exploration of the unknown and we do it through mm-hmm. you know breath work yoga intuitive movement art mandala making everything and gorgeous so really all the good stuff faithful and joyful and really again the notion that this self-work this becoming you know healthy inside and and really realizing what it is that you know creates a healthy state of mind soul and body how that then penetrates into our external environment our home our community mm-hmm. is 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 unmeasurable and so it's giving the given permission to to really indulge in the self-care and so the retreat is an extension of that it's in west mm-hmm. sussex and it takes place actually the last weekend of october so halloween um this
0: amazing wow another
1: anniversary for you Uh, just by (laughs) by chance no no planning in that and it's in a beautiful really really eco-conscious um home it has like ground source heat pump which many homes don't have i'm obsessed by the way by functionalities of homes and space like a mm-hmm. massive like hemp advocate and all the things that you can like put into your space to create a healthy space so this mm-hmm. home this home is really all rooted in that um it's a it's a very affordable um retreat that you can pay in installments and you know put a deposit down so and we're brilliant. gonna have like gorgeous food by an incredible plant-based chef called lauren mm-hmm. Lovett. so it's gonna just mm-hmm. be like yummy delicious we're gonna do like foraging walks everything we do, uh, yeah everything we do at we are formless is all rooted in philanthropy so every single one of our events we select a charity or if the facilitator or practitioner who's who's collaborating with us they select a charity they're all independent mm-hmm. every, a portion of every ticket goes to the charity. The, mm-hmm. um, the retreat is going to be um, giving back to the Woodland Trust because it's set in the, uh, the countryside. Um, Beautiful. So we're really exploring ways in which we can kind of offset our carbon footprint of having the retreat um, mm-hmm. with Woodland Trust. And, yeah, just, just, a, just a weekend of permission to play, explore, journey, um, self-care, self-massage, gorgeous food, mm. lots of rest, Yoga by Rebecca, breathwork by Rebecca. She's just incredible at facilitating those spaces. Um, I'm going to lead some really creative processes um, that I'm just... Sounds incredible. So, yeah. Mm. um, Dreamy, dreamy, dreamy dreamy days. A dreamy weekend. And, you know, a lot of what we do on We Are Formless is very led by the seasons and the elements. So, obviously, this one's going to really be paying honour to the fact that we're going to be transitioning into that autumn, it's Halloween, Beautiful. so really tapping into the kind of soulful aspect of that and all the, the, mm-hmm. the nature that surrounds us.
0: Amazing. Wow. It sounds like it will be quite a witchy gathering Well, you uh, under the Halloween. It will yeah, be fantastic. magic. I think
1: there will be magic. It
0: will be. Yeah. And I would imagine, you know, because so much has happened so quickly for so many of us, I would imagine just carving out some time to be with others, to have support and guidance, which is maybe when you're not quite sure who you are anymore or what you're meant to be doing, coming together with other people who are in a similar space and you can explore together would be so nourishing. And also just because we've had lots of time on our own or maybe it's, you know, people who have children who can have some time out for
1: themselves
0: just to you know, be in a really different environment and be in nature and and the body. And yeah, sounds like it would just be a a super treat.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm just so excited Mm -hmm. for it. And it's going to be a small group and um, we still have spaces and it's it's a really open space so we can be super respectful of, you know, ensuring that we can keep our distance and everything like that. And just, yeah, permission to just indulge in the self and not seeing that as... negative it's the most positive thing it's it's Mm. paramount to everything that we do in life and if we want to be giving back to our communities and our planet we have to be in that space of caring for ourselves. um yeah and and that's really that's really what the the weekend's going to be about so yeah so excited
0: yeah sounds like it'll be yeah just glorious well if people want to find out more about it would they get in touch with we are formless yes what's the best way for people
1: to reach you yeah so it's all on the we are formless um the instagram link it's got the link Mm -hmm. um if you go through to the link you'll see it's called soul's awakening retreat and see all the different price options because there's you know cheaper and you know it's all staggered Mm -hmm. and you can just pay a deposit so it's really like accessible Amazing. Um, and then we'll be kind of giving more information leading up to it and more information about how we'll be working um Hopefully, with the Woodland Trust and maybe doing some guided walks through nature. And yeah,
0: so many possibilities. I love it. Yeah. Oh,
1: exciting. And also, yeah. So, if people want to find out about then and now, how should they find you? So, we've got follow the Instagram, first of all, because it's gorgeous. Yeah. (laughs) So, we've got then and now Instagram, then and now studio Instagram, and we've got our Mm -hmm. then and now studio website. And if Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I always just feel like everyone goes to Instagram first to then, yeah, then lead you on to the other kind of um platforms but yeah you Mm -hmm. can contact us through instagram we've got our email on on there and you know we're really flexible we also work with um you know students and stuff and our our pricing is then again more accessible and doing Mm -hmm. creative mentoring we've just we've just launched that and we're actually going to launch it so that um it's more affordable for students because i feel really Mm -hmm. passionate about that um so yeah
0: Fabulous, beautiful, an amazing array of offerings, and the then and now deck as well, which is coming yes. out soon. Yes, end of August. Fantastic.
1: End of August, printers permitting. You know, we're in yeah. we're in very uncertain at certain, <laughs> certain times, but end of August is the goal.
0: Yeah, fabulous. Yeah. Wow, yeah. What a glorious, glorious palette that you oh, bring before us. You. And um, we're at the end of our, yeah. our chat, which flew by. It really um, did. And, yeah so lovely to talk to you I I so appreciate what you're doing and I know that it's just going to help so many people to come to the place that you're at uh, or that you've had to come to to create this so yeah yeah, just can see it again just that spiral really working out from what you're what you're working with so
1: thank you so much oh oh my god thank Um, you so much like what a pleasure and an opportunity it's a complete so joy so really, i'm really i'm really grateful and so happy to have connected with you yeah this way. really lovely really lovely yeah.
0: and uh, onward onward yeah we'll take good care and you and um, see you soon thank, thank you marina you. from then and now studio Bye-bye. bye bye Well, if that doesn't leave you inspired, I don't know what will. Um, I love that conversation with Marina. It really left me buzzing um, and I hope it's done the same for you too. So if you're on a bit of a threshold with uh, thinking about what you're going to do next or if you have that little inkling of an idea, pay it some attention and trust in what's calling you from your heart. Um, And I very much want to go on this retreat, it sounds incredible, and get my hands on some of those cards to help with creative flow. Um, So I hope this leaves you inspired for the weekend. I hope this opens the gates to you feeling like it's possible to do what you came here to do in the world and to look at how you could make that happen. Um, Reach out find other people who've done that journey because it's it is possible and i myself have been doing this too over the last 3 years um really just cutting away what doesn't make me happy and allowing in more of what does and um just know that when you start to pay attention to all those little signs and little desires within your heart that it really can lead you home. So trust the process, know that it doesn't happen overnight, stick with it even when it's difficult um, and it does get easier, I promise. Um, I'm really wishing you all such a wonderful weekend and if you want to find more about Marina's work with Then and Now, you can find her at thenandnowstudio.com and also on Instagram at thenandnowstudio. And And you can also find weareformless.org online and weareformless over on Instagram. And if you want to find out about my creative pursuits, um, I have been making lots of artwork and creating powerful talismans to be a reminder to allow in more pleasure, then you can find me over at sophiashawcon.com Or on Instagram at Sophia Shaw Con. So, sending so much love uh, for this weekend and beyond, and I can't wait to be with you all again next weekend uh, with another fascinating conversation. Sending all my love and enjoy the thunderstorms.